0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I'm your host, Jeremy Greer. This week's guest is Emily, aka Teeny Tiny Coffee Bean. Um, If you're in the Don't Give Up Skeleton Discord or Sinclair Lores Discord, you probably know Emily. Um, she is a fantastic souls person, and uh, it w- this was a delightful conversation. Unfortunately, we had some audio issues with this one, everybody. Um, so I don't know if it was the uh, internet connection on my side or if it was something on just Discord weirding out, but uh, occasionally throughout the episode, it's like she kind of disappears. Uh, unfortunately, she wasn't recording locally, so uh, we weren't able to capture that audio back. I still think it's a great episode, and I think most of the time you can tell exactly what she was talking about. So I'm kind of leaving it as is. Um Again, I th- I enjoyed listening back to it, so I think that you will too. So I'll let you get to it. Enjoy the episode.
1: perceptive, but like most people were like, I have no idea what this is from, but you have a giant cage on your head,
0: so <laughs> so it's obviously it's good. <laughs>
1: this is this is cool and I'm like, great, that's great. Everyone's like, I have no idea what this is, what anime is this
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would watch a Miko Lash anime, I think. I oh yeah, I would I don't watch oh yeah. much anime, but that would I think like if you gave me like Miko Lash's origin story like the story of young <laughs> Miko Lash and how he I got his hat back, I think would be a great point to
1: <laughs> feel i feel that would be i would make something like that if i could and <laughs> i don't animate but that would be oh my god
0: it's interesting Insane. um like i'm, I'm kind of curious because you've, you've i've seen your pictures of cosplaying uh miko lash like how did you kind of get started with that is that did that start with bloodborne or did you were you kind of like already cosplaying stuff and we're like oh yeah this dude rocks
1: I um I had already started cosplaying a couple of years ago. I'd started cosplaying like maybe f- four years ago, in college, and um, like really simple costumes. I did a lot of Mabel Pines from Gravity Falls. Um, I did uh, I, I was like really early one, and then B. So small, like four foot ten,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and lot with like very bubbly characters in kids shows so i did a lot of those and they were easy costumes together since i <laughs> nicolash was my first co- cosplay that i completed that was like a a serious character other than maybe like josh washington from until dawn which i've done
0: oh interesting yeah
1: yeah, I've done. I've done that. I actually need to put together the rest of that because I was going to do like him with the crazy clown mask on and stuff. It was going to be great. Run around and chase my friend who's Sam in the bath <laughs> towel. <laughs>
0: Extremely good.
1: It'll be the opposite if she ever actually does. That's um, my friend that i need it's putting together, Lady Maria. We're going to do a group sometime. But uh, costume I ever completed like like that. I had to sew and like make a prop. Um it's the, it's the first and only one I've completed um the my robes I don't have a sewing machine and my robes are completely hand sewn
0: Oh wow that must have taken forever
1: 10 hours Um <laughs> That's a lot Long <laughs> If I was smart I wouldn't have, have taken that long but that was uh the cage took about The first, the one that you see in photographs, is not the first one. I made one before. That's the second one, and then I need to remake that one.
0: What are you? Um, is there like making mistakes? Is there a design online that you're um, using, well, I, or are you just doing no. it from scratch? Like you you're. I'm you're... doing
1: it from scratch. I, um, everything was from scratch. I didn't have a pattern for the ropes at all. I, I made myself like a sort of pattern for my cage, but it's not, um. Not very accurate. Um, it's not screen accurate, like in any in any like sense of the. I mean, it's close, but it's not calculated. My um my number that I needed for rungs and stuff in the cage itself. Um, I actually have a really good friend who, like, really really good friend who cosplays Make a Lash, and she's like a god tier cosplayer. She's the one that's like, you need to like remake it and get it better and she's like sending me a bunch of pictures of hers going through like step by step how she did it so she can help me out which i am very appreciative of because (laughs) i'm a mess if i just you leave me to my own devices and i'm a disaster (laughs) i mean that thing the cage is made out of like wooden dowel rods lots of masking tape a little bit of foam and cardboard
0: Sounds like the uh, the cosplayer Swiss Army knife right there.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. I'm just missing duct tape, which I actually should have used duct tape instead of masking tape. <laughs> but uh, it's it's actually since the con I went to was in Virginia, I had to ship it from Colorado to Virginia, and it's I was able to repair it when it got. It's pretty much trashed at this point. I have to. I actually am forced to make another one from scratch before I can cosplay. So I can do Mikalash again.
0: What was the um, kind of inspiration for for doing Miko Lash? Just that you really like that dude from the game?
1: I so I got I'm really really new to the Bloodborne community. I didn't start playing any until this year, where um, Or no, I guess it was whenever the Super Blue Blood Moon was. I think that was in January. Um, I started playing Bloodborne, uh, <laughs> but before that. My, my boyfriend was really into play Dark Souls 2, and I would watch them play it. And I'd be like, that looks really cool, and I hate this game. Because they know what kind of games I play, which is mostly like JRPGs from the 2000s. <laughs>
0: That's a very specific one. Like, like, I yeah, like JRPGs from RPGs from two thousand and two thousand and two thousand and one, not two thousand and two. Yeah, just
1: like just in general, just like just these ones. If it if it goes past like two thousand tens, I don't want to play it. Um,
0: the hipster JRPG fan.
1: Yeah, that's just the very small community of games that nobody plays. Um But I had I'd watch my friend play Dark Souls 2 and he was like, You would hate this game, and then I watched my boyfriend play dark souls 3 and he was like you would hate this game and i actually did watch my boyfriend bought bloodborne when it came out and i watched him play a little bit of it cleric beast and like, quit like he couldn't play the game and he still played the game (laughs) um he we had watched we watched a lot of speedruns we watched speedrunners constantly um uh it's just a thing that we get on youtube and we just like throw on a speedrun just watch it like di- uh, distortion and uh Zeus are like the ones we watch a lot of and <laughs> there was like a point where distortion was running bloodborne right before the blood moon and on it was like and it's like really early january and seen all the 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 bosses before I'd seen, like, full, like, uh, 100%, but, like, the um, all-bosses speedruns and stuff. So I'd seen so much footage, footage of the game beforehand. You we were talking about what our favorite bosses were. And Stosh was like, oh, I really like... And I was like, yeah, he, he's a beast guy. That's great. And like, cool. He's, like, a big old werewolf guy who's really hairy and breathes really heavily. That's nice. And... <laughs> He was like, Well what do you who do you like? And I was like, I don't know. That's really a weird question to ask. And then I like was thinking about it and I was like, guy that runs away from you. And Stash <laughs> was like he was like, Oh my god. <laughs> and so then he makes fun of me because he's like, I can't believe you like that fucker with the cage on his head. <laughs>
0: Hey, look, that cage is dope and I won't have any Hey, other- listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will hear no no arg- I will brook no argument against the cage is dope platform that I'm running my campaign on.
1: C- cage is dope, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Don't talk shit. You'll get hit. Um That's what it started and it's really the most random. That's really how a lot of things start for me, very um saying something or like randomly Love this. I don't know why I love this. I'm gonna find out why I love this. And then I just start doing a lot of preliminary like research and stuff. I don't usually get on like Tumblr because I assume there's going to be art somewhere.
0: There always is. And it gets me, very, <laughs> it gets like-
1: me super hyped. That's we what. It's it, one of my favorite
0: things to do when you find a new character. Like that's what happened to me after I played near uh, Automata. Was just like going to Tumblr and then typing in, you know, nine S or A two, and this, uh, I a, a, just a ocean of fan art appeared. And I was like, yes, okay, thank you. These are, this is exactly what I was looking for.
1: <laughs> thank you, Tumblr. May I have another? Um, so weird. And then, you know, my boyfriend, gives me, he would give me a hard time. He's like, you're really getting into this, but you don't want to see you play this game i feel like you're gonna just rage quit this game i was like okay yeah okay but i want to play it now (laughs) and so i was really he was like, but it's a horror game you know you know it's a horror game and i know you don't like that and i was like yeah i can only really play like two horror games i was i was like half i was like totally convinced that i wasn't gonna play this game i was just like i'm just gonna like walkthroughs and just anyone talks about it that's how i got into the lore i got into the lore first thing is what i did i didn't play i watched any walkthroughs or like anything about the story just like straight lore like directly into it and (laughs) what's happening like kind of stuff and i would watch these walkthroughs and stuff just because but mostly because i was like i don't want to be too afraid to play this game i was really concerned about that i was genuinely concerned that it was going to frighten me which is hilarious looking back now because it's the most i could play it it's the most relaxing for me now
0: (laughs) That's, that's one of the interesting things that souls games do is that you know they're they're kind of marketed and positioned as these incredibly difficult you're gonna die a million times kind of video games but then at a certain point um and I can I can track back exactly when this happened to me in Dark Souls One. It's when I was carrying around like 14 million souls and then died and then lost them all. And it was like, well, I don't actually need them. Like, why why do I care at all? Like, it, and just at that point, like it clicked, and all of a sudden I just didn't care about dying anymore. And it's been with me this, that ever since. And now, like I just play, and I'm like, yeah, this is I'm just relaxed, um, just hanging out, having a good time. And then you know, until you get to like a defile chalice or something, and then you're on the yeah. edge of your couch, but. <laughs>
1: When you're in, when you're fighting Amigdala and the Defile Chalice, <laughs> yeah. I I have to do that again. I uh, well, I I did, I did just recently do that. I have a friend that um, I have a friend that Chalice dies with me, and we do it, like that's that's we just find random chalices and try and get like max level Carol runes and get the Uncanny and Lost variants of the weapons, um, and any type of blood gem you can get. That's just really cool, just any of it. Uh, but we did. He did platinum um which i recently just got
0: yeah i saw that on twitter congrats by the way
1: yes thank you i've never platinumed a game before It's
0: um, a hell of a good one to start with
1: <laughs> i know <laughs> but we did uh we did the pile of chalice i had never gotten stuck i hadn't gotten stuck on a boss in in bloodborne in a very long time but it was it was that the file chalice on Magdala. he just kept jumping on me could you just not like i i was so mad at that 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 thing. I I am not even like that mad about it, but like the Amada is just hitbox hell to begin with for me. So just, <laughs> just like this is the worst thing that you could ever give me. Thank you Bloodborne.
0: I'm a uh, I'm pretty okay with uh, Amidala in the in like the Nightmare Frontier version like that one it seems pretty pretty simple. Um, but when you jack the health way, way, way up and you cut my health in half and I have to like do the thing for a good solid 11 or 12 minutes without, without a single mistake or without only like a couple of mistakes, uh, yeah. it's, it gets, it gets really rough. <laughs> like that's a rough boss fight.
1: Yeah. Well, and I had to, it's actually the boss fight that you'll see on my character yet. And I was like, I can't, I can't hit him with the barrel blade. I, I can't do it. I was trying to do the the burial blade thing and i was like i i I can't do it and uh my friend was like well we could go get the church pick the church pick i would never used the church pick i was it's my favorite weapon now i have like the lost version i think i I think i have the lost uncanny and the regular version i have all of it i just love the church pick It's all like plus ten.
0: I don't. Uh, I don't think I've ever talked to anybody that likes the church pick that much. That's <laughs> the first time this has come love up it. in like 150 <laughs> episodes. Tell me. Tell me why, Emily. I lo-
1: <laughs> well, I love um, anything that's big. Um, I love the big weapons. I used to not. I thought that I needed the speed. Like I, when I started the game originally, I I had the sock lever. The game with uh, Ludwig's holy blade because I discovered it and I was like, this is. This is the best big sword. Give me that big sword. I want to hit something really hard. And I was just tired of like getting in really close. I wanted that range at that point. Um, so I was into those. I got into those big like church weapons. And I found the church pick. I was like, this is like a big church weapon, but it's faster, which is what I want. I play. I have a hard time playing. This is a, the reason why I have a hard time playing Dark Souls. Is because I want everything to be. Born. um and i just don't get that but um the church pick the the moveset on the church pick is just so versatile and the transform attacks for it are so fast you should you can hit like things as fast as you would with a saw cleaver
0: interesting i may need to with, with the church pick uh, i may need to start another bloodborne run oh, yes 100 uh,
1: percent, you should <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> I don't remember how deep the uh, the church pick is into the into the game. I don't, so it might be kind of hard to get to um, early.
1: It's in the DLC. So yeah. if you're pretty decent at running through the DLC, you do have to get past Ludwig. You can probably do. If you get past Ludwig, you have to get the underground cell key and yeah, that's right. you and have to come, come back. To yeah, kill yeah. Antal for it because Antal has it.
0: Yeah. I'm okay with both of those things, probably.
1: Uh, that's. Fine, you probably, yeah, you're fine. This will be fine. I, I think the underground cell key. It's not the underground cell key is not super hard to get. I think it's in just one of the rooms in the research hall.
0: What will uh, actually end up happening is I'll just uh, go find uh, go get the church pick that's on either. My streak build, one of my existing builds, and then just like start chalice diving so I can upgrade it real fast and see if I like it. Because I don't think I've ever it's, really even used it beyond like, let me experiment with this moveset. Okay, I'm going to go back to the Rikuyo because that's the best weapon in the game.
1: It's the best weapon. <laughs> I, I actually have a, I'm like the one person in like the entire like Bloodborne community that has never once even brought out the Rikuyo and didn't get it until just recently because I was like, I'm not fighting shark boys. Oh, <laughs> oh
0: man, the, the, the shark boys, I swear.
1: The shark boys, I know. And the funny thing is, okay, so my friend, like I was saying, um, he was the one that helped me get uh, platinum, had already platinum in the game a, long, a while before I, we started playing. And I, he wanted to do, he wanted to go get the Rikuyo for me, or like with me, and I was like, I, so I was like, cool, that's great. So I summoned him in, and I stood at the lamp. And he got, summoned, he got summoned and he would just run to it. or He would run to the shark boys and then he would die. And my bell would just keep ringing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I would just stand at the lip and I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to paint. So, like, I would, like, I, like, painted him, like a, like, a little chibi version of his hunter for him while he was, like, getting the Rikuyu for me. And he would, like, drop a shiny coin every time he, like, he would drop a shiny coin before he, like, left. So it would, like, be a counter of how many times he died. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
1: There was like 30 <laughs> shiny coins on the ground and it was like <laughs> well, in any way, this is <laughs> I can play this game, I swear.
0: <laughs> that's, you know, I mean, that, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Like I did the same thing when I was trying to get the requio for the first time. Uh or no, um the first time I was way over-leveled for the DLC, so I was kind of I was kind of good, um but the uh- getting it for my actual skill build at like level like 50 or 60 or whatever I was going through and having a friend come in there with me to do it. And I think we did it like 20 or 25 times before it finally just happened.
1: Like I normally would like just be like all about going to go, going to go get that stuff. And I, the problem was is that I think we, we didn't go, we didn't go the like the, the good way to go. We, he went, he would go like down in the well rather than going around to get that second lamp, we could have gotten the second lamp and then gone around to the elevator that goes down to Orphan, mm-hmm. and then you could go around with Simon's bowblade. And they—I don't think they can jump up at you, but I don't remember. But that's that's the that's the easy way to do it. He was doing it the hard way. He was dropping in from the top of the well. I was like that's a mistake.
0: Yeah, that's that's not the, That's a I think I think that way is quicker and uh, obviously it has less winter lanterns which is probably a positive true. for it, but uh the like I've always gone the the winter lantern route. Um I even got like really really spooked one time because again having done that that one fight like that run like 20 or 30 times one random time the winter lantern came into that room with me so like i did the thing where I, I run to the back of the room and i'm like you know kiting the first dude all the way to the back so that i could find him and i turn around and the, here's that music and like <laughs> what? no what <laughs> this is not good no,
1: that's the worst thing i would be so scared i'm not even that scared of winter lanterns they just make me mad because i tend to run really high insight builds just because i don't I, I like to do, I like co oping, and I I just never I never use like Men's knowledge, but I always have like sixty insight. Yeah. Um. So it's just like this is this is just hunters that, just, you know, they just get completely destroyed by winter lanterns, and I'm just like sitting here like this is this is what he'd want, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what. <laughs> this is correct. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm curious. You you mentioned when you started playing Bloodborne, like the first thing you did was like go to seek out all of the lore and the and the story and everything. Was that like do you do that with a lot of games? Like do you do you kind of research everything, or is that specifically to Bloodborne because it was a, a horror game and you kind of wanted to be prepared for what you what you were getting into?
1: Um, when it comes to like just like the general lore of the games, I do. If I I usually like play the game before I before I decide that I'm going to go looking up lore. But I, I had known from watching too. So my boyfriend and I would watch lore videos, we watch Vati a lot. That from Soft Games had intensive intensive lore that's not it's really hard to like dig up. Because we would watch the Dark Souls 3 lore mostly because of like him loving Dark Souls 3. Uh but for Bloodborne it was like oh sweet this is this is going to be cool. I don't have any idea what's going on. So I want to like, learn about it as quickly as I can. Um, so I wasn't going to play the game. So I wanted to know as much as I could about what was happening. If I wanted to like, or like create art from it, I wanted to know everything I could. Um, Without taking that next step because I was so scared, everyone was like, "Maybe everyone may so scared to play the game." <laughs> so I just kind of was like, "Okay, I guess I won't." And then I'm just like, "Nope, I will. We have it. It's fine. This will be fine." Was it actually? Did it, end it was really being
0: as terrifying as you as you as you were worried about.
1: No, it was nothing. I I was so scared for no reason. Like, okay, so everyone dies a lot at that bonfire at Central Yarnum. Everybody does. It's just how it is. But I learned how to kite pretty quickly with pebbles and my my gun before i learned how to parry i learned how to how how to kite with my gun just fire at (laughs) somebody get them up to me um
0: kiting with my gun is the new my new 2000 era inspired jrpg game
1: (laughs) kiting with (laughs) yes bloodborne kiting with your gun edition Um, (laughs) but uh the uh, i got to cleric beast and I think it took me like four or five tries at cleric beast, which wasn't bad for being like my first From game. Not it's Bloodborne. People always say that you start with like, I don't know. means about like what the hardest one is. But there's a lot of people that think Bloodborne's really difficult. Um I think it's the easiest one. And I've played in Dark Souls 3 as well. Um the cleric Beast wasn't that hard. Gascoin gave me a rough, rough time. He's he's no joke. Yeah.
0: He's um he's a <laughs> really difficult first boss. I think like at the um, it, I, I mean a cleric's obviously optional, but um like, cleric is kind of like what you kind of expect. And then like having that hunter boss be like one of the first things that you encounter is kind of vicious. Like having to learn how to parry, and he's so aggressive and in your face that. Um, even as somebody who had played all of the Souls games leading up to that, and was like walked into Bloodborne with a certain amount of arrogance of like, yeah, 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 I've played, I've played Scholar, I've, excuse me, I've played Dark Souls one and two, I've played Demon Souls, I know what I'm doing. Just immediately right. got destroyed because no other bosses are really that aggressive.
1: Oh, is he comes at you, man. He like he's. I had to I had to farm for levels before I got past Gascoigne because I I didn't I also refused to play online at first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I refused. I was like, I'm not. I don't want to play online. Uh, the reason I, play, I didn't want to play online is because my boyfriend was like, "You're gonna get invaded." Because he thought he's like he thinks it works the same way as um, which I am an invasion magnet. I get in, I I, I like Papa Ember in Dark Souls three, and I just get invaded by like five people in like five seconds, and that's just great, <laughs> just <yeah>. my life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's like, "You're gonna get invaded," and I was like, "Okay, then I won't play online. I'll just play offline because I'm afraid of people." I'm afraid of people that want to wreck me, Um, so I didn't play. I played all the way up to the only when I first played the only boss minus the DLC because I did the whole DLC with a co-op as 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 co-op with a friend the first time I did it. Um, Didn't fight solo in the main game. Was well. I did look areas with a couple people but would be Wetners I think I played all the way up to Wetners but I didn't do any like the side areas other than like Hemwick. Thing.
0: Yeah. It's but, um yeah, it's it's funny that you know playing online play versus playing offline is I've always played online with these games because I I like the online experience a a lot. But uh, Bloodborne was so broken when it came out that, like, you could hardly ever get any summons or you never knew if anybody would come in or anything. And so uh, I played, like, 100% of that game solo, uh, including all of the chalice dungeons and everything. God. Like now, like I have like weird PTSD about it, right? Like now I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's a great game to play solo. Like not even thinking about you know, like oh yeah, it took me probably forty seven thousand tries to kill Watchdog of the in, in the Defile Chalice or whatever. Like I just have I have such we- like a weird Stockholm syndrome <laughs> thing happening with the with Bloodborne nowadays.
1: Oh, and I um, I don't play games. I I generally only play single player games. So I I I think it was like my first like like multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. I've never played a game online that like I had that you could play online and like people um so it was super new for me to have to to, to do that <clears throat> or admit that I would need to need help cuz this I just assumed that I'm not going to need help because it's you can play this single player. Here you go. I I was posting about it on my on my Facebook cuz I I uh I don't I didn't have anyone I wanted to talk to somebody about it. I was like, somebody needs to talk to me about this game. <laughs> I don't know where to go to talk to somebody about this. I got my really close friend who lives back back east to play with me. He bought it and he got it when it was free. And I changed like me as a person, I We, my boyfriend and I moved from, we moved 1600 miles away from home and everyone that we know to, to come out here to Colorado to work. I don't have any friends here. I still don't have any friends here. So outlet where somebody like my, my friend would get online and we would play Bloodborne and I would talk to him over the headset and over mic and stuff was Amazing, an amazing outlet that I didn't have for like a full year. And it was so nice. And that inspired me to get more involved in the community so that I can make more friends that like playing this game. And I can talk to them about it. Um, And it's, it's really, really changed my life in many ways from like being like a... From moving across the country and just being here and not having anyone to talk to. Um, I, it's, such a, it's such an experience for me to have, uh, to find something that I thought I would never enjoy. And then getting other people that in my friend group to try and play it. And then finding more people that play the game that are really good at it, that want to help me out, want to talk to me about it, is just incredible.
0: It's, it's interesting the way that the... Um souls community in general but i think the bloodborne community specifically really brings people together in some in some interesting ways like souls has always had this weird cottage industry around it for youtube videos and things like that but i don't think it was until wasn't until bloodborne came along that you saw this like huge influx of you know fanfic writers and artists and cosplayers like that really just like ate everything up about this aesthetic and like i've had people on the show before that have barely played bloodborne but had just really enjoyed seeing the art and seeing the bosses so much. Like they had, they just got involved into the lore and the story and the, the monsters and the people. And then, all, then that brought them into the game to play it. Like the exact opposite of what I would ever expect from a video game.
1: I feel the same way. And as, as, a, as an artist, I do, I do like all my art has recently just been like, that I haven't done I other than commissions that I've done that haven't been related They've, they've all been they've all been Soulsborne. It's <laughs> just <laughs> all of it. Just, I can't stop. I, I started drawing I started drawing Mikalash because I, I also loved him and I was like I have to draw this madman. He's my favorite. And I it took me I just sent out some stuff to my really good friend who also cosplay, my other cos- another Mikalash cosplay friend and I sent her like massive stack of just Sketch dump, Nicholas. <laughs> just, just all <laughs> pictures of Nicholas. Because I was like, these are just going to sit here if I don't give these to somebody. So please take them and enjoy them. And she's been texting me about them, and it's, it's so funny. And I've done like other ones. I've had like an, I have, like, an Aldrich because I just Aldrich is just such an interesting, weird boss. Cause it's Gwendolyn, but it's not. And then. <laughs> Like, I have a Frida in there. I've done like all of them. Like, if somebody says they like a character and like I like them, I'll probably be like, I'm going to draw this character for you. Here you go. Have some art, friend. Here you are.
0: (laughs) That's how our, um, my friend Richard over at the Weird Out Wizards podcast, he he goes by Revitar online, but, um, that's, I think that's how he got kind of, Started a little bit like he would find people who's had a favorite character and then draw them as that favorite character. So, like, I have a picture of myself as being you know, as Oswald essentially, somewhere around the house now. <gasps> oh, that's
1: so good. I do love Oswald, I love him. Oh, he's so good! What a good boy!
0: Yeah, he, he drew um, my friend Gary as um, I think it was Artorius and Sif, and then Sif was Gary's cat uh, Roars, who has since passed away. <laughs> I think it was that. I think it was those two. Aww. But it was it's just really cute and 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 delightful. So yeah, that's that's a good so way. It's a good way to make friends and influence people is to art at them.
1: <laughs> yes, that's how I try. That's how I, that's what I do. I like uh on um Sinclair's Discord. I just there's like four people on there that have like my art as their icons. <laughs>
0: That does not surprise me at all. Having seen your art, that does not surprise me at all.
1: Oh, thank you very much. I, but I'm very flattered. I'm just like, oh yes, I drew this for you, and I was like, yeah, you should use it as your profile pic if you want. And they're like, yes. <laughs> and finally, I got. am I'm doing some art for Sinclair and stuff for her for her podcast, and um, I just I have this intense need to give give to this community and give to people that are content creators just. I need it just because I I really really want to give back cuz I feel like the community has given me so much.
0: What what specifically do you think that the community has given you? Because you mentioned like having just having people to talk to about it and, and bringing closer people, but um like for me this podcast wouldn't exist and I wouldn't have like any of the friends that I would have online if it wasn't for Dark Souls and and Bloodborne and all of those.
1: Hey, but, I mean I I never got commissions up to this point. So if, it, if we're speaking about that that's that's one getting like inactive in the community, I started getting commissions and these aren't even like not even all necessarily souls related. I would just like post my art on a server that talks about Dark Souls or Bloodborne. And people would find me and they'd be like, hey, I need I want you to do something for me, like for my Twitch for promo. And I stream as well, so a lot of people like they're like solidarity with that. You know, they like know that I'm a I'm a small stream a small streamer. Mm -hmm. And five commissions just this year, which is unheard of. I've never been commissioned before. That's not been just my graphic design work, which is for a living. Not commissioned, but I I do graphic design for a living. But uh, So I just was like, wow, this is crazy. The video game community that I've never been a part of in any semblance of the word is really, really super supportive of everyone. And I guess the the amount of support that I've gotten for posting my art and then like just being being really friendly is just really I feel like that's. Fulfilling enough. I just really like to talk, and <laughs> I like people to en- to enjoy talking to me. <laughs> that's,
0: um, a, that's such a wholesome answer about a game that literally where you're turning into werewolves and like aliens from outer space are trying to turn you into a squid. <laughs> like,
1: I know.
0: <laughs> are, we, are we talking about Animal Crossing or are we talking about Bloodborne? <laughs> about the yeah, really ni- <laughs> nice and delightful community.
1: Delightful <laughs> community. It's just <laughs> i just um i don't i don't really know it's other, other than just being just everyone just being so incredibly nice i just don't know it's it's a uh, experience to have when you've never been part of a community like that before um that's super super active and just wholesome in general
0: it's always uh it's always funny to me because Dark Souls was, like, my first kind of online community experience as well. Like, I never, I never, like, I I liked video games, right? Like, I liked, you know, I liked playing video games. Um, But with the exception of, like, getting real deep into a very specific fighting game, like, I never really, like, went online to discover secrets of whatever. And so, like, Dark Souls having that available and you know communicating to people with it are also into that and then becoming friends with people and then like making these like years-long relationships with people and it's just so bizarre like it's such a weird thing like I've met people in real life because of this and that's such a weird (laughs) odd thing to happen I I, I just cannot get over it to save my life at all so
1: I yeah no I I can't either like I've made like one of my like i made like a best friend out of this that i talk to literally every single day and we're planning to go to a convention together most likely this year but also next next year and i've not met her in person i'm going to be flying out to oregon to see her I've just never had that experience. Like when I was like in, when I was like in middle school. I was on like Neopets and stuff. But like that's that's a little weird. It's a little different. Like that's that's a different kind of online community. But that was the only other one I could like explain that that's similar to because it's the only thing I have.
0: Which, uh, if you don't mind me asking, which which convention are you going to in Oregon?
1: Um, uh, Khan Kim- oh, okay. um, most likely, which is in October, and then Khan, which is in I think. March of next year.
0: I'm not a hundred percent sure it'll happen yet, but uh, we're my uh, my friends over at TechFeed do a uh, they have like a booth set up for the Portland Retro Gaming Expo every year. Oh. Oh. So I'm 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 trying to to get up there. Which again, like the only reason I know Gary and Cole is because you know they I was they started Bonfireside Chat, a podcast about Dark Souls, and I was just mm-hmm. that annoying, well, actually, guy for like a little while on, about any time they brought up PVP <laughs> stuff, and they, they were like, "Hey, oh, do you just want to come on a podcast and tell us?" I was like, "Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. That sounds great."
1: <laughs> Are you a PVP guy then?
0: Oh, yeah. Dark Souls 1 is, is, was, and, well, I mean, all, all of the games, really, except for Bloodborne, uh, where I was, but Dark Souls 1 specifically, like hundreds, and if not thousands of hours into PvP oh my stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. That's
1: crazy. You would love me. I'm a, I play Dark Souls Remastered and I get, like, my humanity and I instantaneously just get invaded. <laughs> it's just great. <laughs> like, you would probably, like, I, hands down, would find me, like, just, like getting invaded 100% of the time.
0: <laughs> I, um,. I, yeah i haven't i haven't put as much time into ds remastered as i, as I thought i was going to uh just because I, I i don't know like i like i created my one pvp build and i'm doing like a 100 percent playthrough and i'm doing a another soul level one run because why not um and then right. but like i've done it all before so as as much as i love that game and as much as i've i think the remaster is a it's a huge improvement and i'm so happy to just have it on a ps4 so i can easily play it now um it's it's also stuff that I've just done so, so much that it kind of, I don't have as the drive to play it as I would, like a something brand new, I think.
1: Hey, I really like. I started playing it because a lot of my. Let's play this because we can only play so much Bloodborne, and I know you can play Bloodborne forever, but. Let's do something else. <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Yeah, sure." And I like picked. It. I, was, I was like, "I'm I'm in the Dark Souls community. I'm gonna pick up Dark Souls Remastered." I have not got that game to click for me yet. It's just so clunky mm-hmm. compared in comparison. When you start with Bloodborne, it's, it kind of ruins it for you for the other games. <laughs>
0: I, I've heard that from uh, other people as play well. Style. Like, people, style. People that go backwards uh, just have a kind of a hard – because, I mean, like, the UI, like, you can only see four items in your inventory at one time. Like, that, going back to that and opening that up on my PS4, I was like, why? Why did they ever think that this was a good idea?
1: I know. I was like, oh, my God. It's not even that. I just – it's so the, – the, the mechanics are just so clunky for me. I just have to get used to it. And, like, I can – if I sit there and play it for like a couple of hours, I'll I'll get used to it. But I can't if I like sit there and play it for a couple of hours and then I go play Bloodborne, which is usually what happens. I literally cannot play that game again for like I have to do it again I have to do it all over again. So making making progress in Dark Souls, Dark Souls I haven't played two yet. I really want to play two, but I have remastered and three and both of those. If I play them and then like I go back to playing Bloodborne, I cannot this has to start from scratch and how to play the game. It's just, <laughs> I don't it's a little better in Dark Souls 3. quicker but
0: yeah, whenever i go back and forth between the games i uh, cuz i'm a big two-handed weapon guy and the souls games and then bloodborne i just i just start spamming you know the, the healing thing all the time cuz i'm not used to having it on that button.
1: Oh god, i bet i i had a friend that was just playing that who was just like, "Wait, no, that's not. He- that's not. This that- that shouldn't be healing. That's two handed. No, <laughs> it's like no. This isn't right. It I'd was be, really funny.
0: I'd be really curious to get your opinion on Dark Souls 2. because um, like boy, if you think Dark Souls one is slow and clunky, um, have I got news to you for you <laughs> about Dark Souls? 2? I 2. know. <laughs>
1: I want to play too. It's the first one I ever saw anyone play.
0: It's good. And like it's I was just, really just got to get that adaptability up. Like you gotta you gotta have like one stat that you just put a bunch of points into until you can roll like a normal person. <laughs>
1: be hell um i look forward to it but it's gonna be hell <laughs>
0: <laughs> i just started a uh Soul level one dark souls two run and uh ah. I've, I've, I've never done that before and i'm really really intimidated by it because you know dark souls one it's really easy just to lean on like pyromancy or something else to do to high damage but none of that exists in dark souls two and boy not having iframes let me tell you, as a player that is used to oh, having just a right. just a large amount of iframes that just to just to roll through stuff, oh, man, I am I'm dying. Oh, I think there's like one shield that I can use and I'm just how am I ever gonna do this? I don't know what's happening.
1: God, no wonder. I mean, like I said, we're played two, I just have seen my friend play it, but and the fact that isn't it like they don't? The enemies don't respawn after a certain point, and like.
0: Yeah, you can. Um. Um. I forget what the game refers to it as, but after you kill them, like, uh, like if you're on the same run and you kill them like ten times on the way to a boss or whatever, like they just stop spawning. So you'll just drove out, and like hate, that dude will just be that. gone. Yeah, it's really weird. Well,
1: I was like, I have to farm a lot to get to get like good <laughs> to to get good, <laughs> um, which is. You know, it's very, very difficult, especially if I'm starting out. Like, I had to farm a lot in Bloodborne. I had to farm a lot in Dark Souls 3, and I'm going to have... I'm still needing to farm in Remastered just so that I can, like, get to the point where I can play the game and feel comfortable with it.
0: Is that just for extra souls, or is that just... Is it almost like practice more than it is farming?
1: This and extra souls. If I can get myself, like... my, My first Bloodborne... Our bloodborne character is so—it's only she's only on like new game plus, like new game plus in general, and it's just like she's almost level two hundred, and it's a little much because I was so over leveled when I got to the nightmare of Menses, which is hilarious because I just, I just wrecked Mikolash. I was like, this isn't, <laughs> this is this is funny. <laughs> I let him kill me a couple times, but and yeah, he deserves it's, it. it's
0: it's a it's a tough call because uh like. I, I really enjoy the the weird like power curve that Dark Souls has, so that you you start out kind of weak, and you know, eventually by the end of the game, you're just like slaughtering enemies left and right. Uh, but also, like if it goes too far, and I actually just roll through a boss, I'm like, well, that's not satisfying. <laughs> like I've got to yeah. make it got to make it harder for myself for whatever reason.
1: That's it. Just comes from how you started. Like yeah, you started out from the bottom, and it was very very hard. Um, and then you're just like, wait two hit this thing and it's fine like how that's not supposed to be how it happens it's not this isn't this isn't this isn't what I wanted like you re- it's really what you like you're like man I beat that thing that's great and then you're like no it's eh. it's like oh, I guess <laughs> you know
0: yeah it's it's it's, it's rough because you don't want it to be you want it to be a little bit difficult but also you don't want it to be like so difficult that you give up playing because i definitely know people that are like no this i just don't have enough time in my life for this like this is not what i want to do with any of my time
1: i have enough time i I do i really i really i have to like convince my friends because i'll be like oh i hate i hate dark souls remastered it's making me so mad but i i uh I really, really, genuinely want to play this game, and I, I, just, I just have to get there. It has to, it has to be like Bloodborne for me. Bloodborne, I had something I wanted to work towards because I was like, Mikolash is a late game boss. I want to see him with my own two eyes, my eyeballs, while I'm holding the controller. <laughs> I have to do that, and there has to be. I, I need to like, I need to really build it up. To get that way with a with a certain boss or a certain enemy or something or a, cer- a certain area for three well three is actually a little better because I actually I actually really like there's a lot of bosses in three that I like but like remastered I really need to like get there with something that I'm excited to see so that I work harder and I have um, something that I just I just want to work towards I guess it's not just beating the game because beating the game isn't important to me. Um, I have I run like seven characters on Bloodborne and I, all of them, Game Plus and maybe like one other one, Because sometimes I just get to him and I stop. <laughs> I am not kidding.
0: Just, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to park the bus right there at Make-A-Lash's game. Right
1: here, this is it. <laughs>
0: this is it. That's
1: don't need to do this. And I I guess I get a little. It's like, everyone's always like, oh, Rom did nothing wrong and Abridas did nothing wrong. But I'm just like, this guy literally runs away from you. (laughs) Do anything wrong. He did a lot wrong.
0: I like how you, you basically can't... When, every time you start talking about Bloodborne, you immediately go to Mikulash. Like, that's just... It goes right there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's right there, 100% of the time. I am known. I am known on, like, so many... I'm on, like, four different Discord servers, and they all know me as that one girl that really likes Mikulash. <laughs> like, really intensely. <laughs>
0: that's really funny that's good though like it's, it's nice to have like those characters that you can um th- that kind of inspire you to to do stuff like that's that's one of the interesting things about soulsborne uh games and as much as i hate that phrase but as much as you know yeah. um is you can have a character like Miku Lash that has just a bare minimum of of lines and and activities but it's like just because like versus a character that will like speak at you for novel lengths of time and then not not get anywhere near the same, closest to your heart right like that that's something that From does that I I just don't know how they do it how they inspire a kind of interest in their characters
1: like like the first like the first like boss that I fell in love with within the soul like the souls uh, games would have been like um I think it was when I was watching my boyfriend play Dark Souls 3 and he was at the Dancer, the Boreal Valley and I just love her <laughs> I just want her to destroy me 100% of the time I just absolutely <laughs> love the Dancer and I thought she was beautiful and graceful and I was like, wow, this boss design is like really intense She's- I have absolutely no idea what she is or what's going on but I love her <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's one of the most interesting bosses across all of the five games that they've released so far' just because she's she's got this weird way of moving that looks graceful and fluid like she's dancing obviously but uh just but that's also something dramatically off about it like it looks like the way that a spider would dance, and I never would expect a spider yeah. to dance, so
1: I think she's she's actually out of time is what it is she's like a a beat behind, yeah set is kind of strange and like like it's it's supposed to I think it is supposed to slightly coincide with the music but it's not it's like behind it so you have to like if you're used to the fight you have to anticipate it to in a certain way I, I haven't I actually haven't gotten to dancer I, I'm at Aldrich I'm not stuck I'm just waiting because my friend genuinely adores Aldrich and I've been waiting that we can get share play to work so she can watch me fight Aldrich but dancer, <laughs> I've seen a lot of dancer fights, but my friends were telling me about how, like, she's, like, off a step or something and how that, that's, like, the weird thing about her boss fight and why her moveset's so strange and, like, appears so kind of uh, eerie.
0: Yeah, I know. I've, um, I've talked to people before that treat uh, Souls games as kind of almost like a rhythm game. Like, they get into, mm-hmm. like, the, the rhythm to where the bosses are doing and that, that helps them, you know, just just a very... Very easily, kind of work out where they're we're gonna move and dodge and all that stuff. Um, I have never been able to have that click for me at all. Like I can appreciate it, and I've seen it happen. Like I've seen people streaming and like they're describing what they're doing as they're doing it, and I'm like, yep, that totally makes sense. And I'll never <laughs> be able to do it. <laughs> like I'm just, <clears throat> I
1: I can really see that in Dark Souls, like Dark Souls One. I can really see where that's a like very rhythm like because gaping dragon. I just got past Gaping Dragon. That's the only thing. I've, that's how. That's where. how's how far I am. Um, <laughs> I'm in Blighttown. Obviously, that's where I'm stuck.
0: It's um, a, a rhythm fight. I know
1: <laughs> Blighttown, though. I can't with Blighttown. I'm just like, why didn't I get the master key? Whatever. It's fine. I'll just do Blighttown. Uh, at least it was for me because she just kept doing doing the same thing as like in a in a cycle and it would be used like so oh, I'll love my estus in that fight for no reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah <getting> um, unlocked <laughs>
0: I really like the gaping dragon that's one of my that's one of my like favorite spots if I'm going through a run on dark souls I'll usually like camp out there to get summoned for the gaping dragon a bunch of times so I can Ikea. get yeah um, and it's I don't know like it's just I, I think I've fought that boss so many times now that it's like I don't feel like I'm a very, like, super good gamer in a lot of things. But, like, Gaping Dragon, I've got. <laughs> like, I don't think like, I'll. I got it. With, without it. Without it, you know, if, if it glitches, like, maybe. But, like, otherwise, I probably won't die to that boss ever again.
1: I feel the same way about Rom, actually.
0: Wow, um, really? Because that's, that's, that's one of my tough fights.
1: Um, so, Rom was the boss that. I, I, everyone everyone always said they were like, you. Rom is not a hard boss She's not a hard. Everyone said it, told me this. Like people on the internet was talking about it. And I was just like we're just were like rom's not hard. This is not hard. This is nobody should die to rom. And I was like cool, that's great. Okay. So like I get to rom. <laughs> it totally wrecks me like 20, 20 sometimes. And this is when I was playing offline for an extended period of time and I was like I don't I don't want to I don't want to get. I don't want to summon anyone in. I'll summon. I'll just keep summoning, summoning Damien in. He's like made out of wet cardboard because he's wearing the student set. But this is fine. Uh, so I just kept, kept dying to Rom, and I finally, finally discovered how to fight Rom. It, it's very slow, and I can usually do it without getting hit. And then I just was like, I am so mad that nobody... I think I did try to summon a couple people in, but nobody wants to do that fight. Yeah. Nobody wants to do ROM. Once you get past it, it's it's
0: like, okay, I'm done with this forever and ever and ever.
1: And and like nobody's like... I was like, nobody wants to help me. I'm not getting any summons. I just keep summoning Damien, who's a wet noodle over here. I I can't handle this. And so I was so angry that nobody wanted to come help me with ROM that I just... Entire week, every single day, I loaded up Bloodborne, and for like two hours, I would stand outside of ROMS boss door and just ring my small resonant bell and help people with ROM. And that's all I did for two weeks because I was so mad.
0: <laughs> that's a good way to learn the fight, though. Like that's that's what I always tell people. Like you know, if you're because um, I know, I know some people are always like, I never want to summon because I'm, I'm worried that I'll be holding somebody back or that I'll die and they'll get frustrated. And I'm like, no, dude, like, wh- it, that's the, that's the goal. Like, that's the people that I want to help out the most. Like, I don't care if you die. Like, that's what I'm here to help you with. Like, I'm right. not, like, so, like, being able to put your sign down and also be bad at a boss with somebody, I think is a great, like, c- commiserating thing, right? Of just like going in, but like, I don't know if I can do this, but let's try again.
1: <laughs> exactly. I just. I guess I just, I wanted to beat the boss before I wanted to be, like, summoned in. It was, like, a thing I had, I like, a blockage where I was like, I want to beat Rom because I don't, I don't want to be that guy who is a summon that keeps dying. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so, I would be so upset. I want to help. And it would just upset me to, like, constantly die. But when I did the Rom, the Rom fight, so, so much stuff is happening. And... I think I, I think I successfully, we successfully beat Rom like ma- like people, the people that I helped, like maybe like ten times out of like the entire amount of people that would summon me in, people would just die and they, I would, they keep summoning me back in, I would just keep finding them, <laughs> and they would just keep dying and then they would just stop, they would just stop showing, I, I wouldn't get them anymore, and wow, like that's. Yeah, I, I get it. I feel that on like a very emotional level, like a very in- internal level, because Rob gave me such a hard time. And then after that I was like, One reborn's a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's, he's, is not a joke. he's pretty easy after after everything that you do in that game, I think. Uh, like you, you kinda you kinda have it figured out at that point.
1: Oh yeah. And like Garhard yeah, goal is not a joke. But Nightmare of Mensis is, is not a joke. Can be difficult.
0: Mm-hmm. I uh, that 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 yeah. experience of um like summoning people and getting summoned over and over by the same people is some of my like best memories and across the games right like just uh, I've I've told this a lot but and I think several for people have done this before too but like invade somebody and kill them but then you get a message and you're like oh this person's gonna call me like some hateful slurs because I killed them in a video game and it's like nope they're just asking me to help them with the boss <laughs> like and that's could you help me with this boss <laughs> and that's so nice I'm like yes absolutely I will.
1: I was on one of sinclair's streams and uh there's a guy in this in the chat that kept wanting to invade sinclair he kept invading me <laughs> because I was trying to go help with Nicolash. I was like i just want to fight milash stop invading me <laughs> <laughs> but I was like this is fine because i kept i just kept killing him
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and i was like he was like oh okay you actually can play this game that's really funny i was like yeah it's fine i don't just i just want to fight michalash like you make you invade me in the nightmare of Mentis right before michalash and i get mad i'm just like i want to fight my boy
0: <laughs> don't start with me
1: <laughs> i don't have time for you
0: i don't need you right now this is not what i what this is not what i need from you at all
1: i guess i'm just like, stop <laughs> it is really easy to invade in the nightmare of Mentis, so i totally understand why people do it but
0: yeah that's true I uh, I, I, it's funny. Like I, I just I hardly ever got invaded in Bloodborne, uh, and I never really did a lot of invasions outside of like trying it for the first couple of times just to see what it was up. And uh just didn't really click with the way that you fight people with it in that game. Like something about the lag and like how easy it is to heal just kind of oh, turned God. me off.
1: The lag is so bad, and the thing about healing too is, um, even though I started with Bloodborne and like it's totally Bloodborne is for some reason they're okay for with you to heal in in the fight, but I think it's completely unfair. I don't, I don't do invasions or PVP, but I do get invaded cause I'm an invasion magnet to, <laughs> if you, if my, if my invader heals before I do, I'm like, okay, all bets are off. I'm healing. But if they don't, I don't heal. I think that's the honorable way to go about it because I don't think it's fair. Vials, but it doesn't really matter.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's one of those things where, um, Like, I I get it. (laughs) Like, I understand why it makes people mad, but also, like, you invaded my world. Like, you know, if you break into my house, I'm not going to just, like, bow to you and welcome you in with open arms. I'm going to try to do everything I can to get you out of my house, which is what you have done.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I guess I'm I'm like that in certain aspects. I get frustrated with if I get invaded a lot, but I don't get invaded super often in Bloodborne. So it's like, because I know where all the Chime Maidens are. If I get nervous about it, I just go kill the Chime Maiden. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) like overall, I just do uh, like fight clubs in Dark Souls three, and I had just across the board you're not supposed to heal, and I was like, cool.
0: I remember <laughs> uh, back in the heyday of Dark Souls one and people doing um, fight clubs and stuff. People would be they would have like their their, their Twitch stream set up and like, hey, we're going to stream this fight club, and they would have like the, a lengthy set of rules. Of like everything that you are are and are not allowed to do in in a Dark Souls Fight Club, and uh, the one that I I will never forget was like no using fire keeper souls, and I'm like, (laughs) okay, like what happens? (laughs) What made you think this? (laughs) Why do you need to feel the need to call this specific thing out? Which, as far as I know, doesn't heal you; just gives you a bunch of souls and excuse me, and some humanity. So, what? I
1: don't. That's. Don't use firekeeper souls. Wait, what? O- <laughs> what was I going to do for you? Yeah, I wasn't planning on it. Thanks.
0: Yeah, like I wasn't I don't I, now I kind of want to do it. Now that you've told me I can't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the most random thing. You're just like, I don't know why you want me to not do this, but now I'm going to do it.
0: <laughs> 100%, yeah. All of the time. That's that's really funny. How do you, how do you like the PVP in uh, Dark Souls 3?
1: Uh, I don't PvP, but oh, I you um, said you, again... Oh, well, my boyfriend. Bit. My boyfriend has a fight club. So oh, that's it. That's he's it, that's the okay. one. Um, I, I, don't, I don't... I don't PvP. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I get invaded a lot. Like, um... Any number of people that play with me, and they will tell you that I, for some reason, am one hell of an invasion magnet. That's awesome. There's no... Like, if you want to, like, get invaded, all you got to do is let me summon you in, and I'll get invaded in, like, five seconds flat, and then you'll just get to fight an invader for me. It's fine.
0: This feels like it should be a, um, like, a service that you offer online. Like, you know, pay me pay me $10 an hour, and I will get you invasions and Dark Souls.
1: Two invasions. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, we have a couple... I did, like, a really long session with a friend, and I had a couple, like, random... Like, Really terrible invaders, just like come in and I had a uh, one of my friends was like new game plus seven that I had. That's probably why I was getting invaded. Levelled and he's like <laughs> OP, but he just kept breaking out like really weird, big old like late game weapons to scare the invaders, and into- they like just top off the cliff
0: into that. Yes, very very great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for protecting me. <laughs> thank you, big strong man. <laughs>
0: i'll never forget like uh invading somebody's world and watching them like jump off a cliff rather than fight me and i you know at the time i was like i'm not that scary like you shouldn't and i get it now like you just don't want to get bothered with it like you turned human for something so you're just going to leave you don't want to be a part of this experience anymore but man at at the time i was like man i'm not i'm not that bad of a guy come on let's just fight
1: (laughs) and i i try to not i try to not like die i try to if I'm gonna like try and avoid it, I'm just like I'm gonna run for the boss. That's what I'm gonna do, and that's just gonna be great. <laughs> it's like eh, chances are I'll probably beat this boss first try, right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, oh yeah, definitely. time to go, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but I try not to like explicitly like die as like a if I get invaded. I'm just like I'm not that I'm not that afraid. I don't like it, but I just. Whatever. I did run somebody around the Nightmare of Mensis once when they invaded me. I just kept using the elevators because they like spawned in somewhere else, and I just kept going up and down the elevators, and then they couldn't find me.
0: <laughs> That's really good. I like that a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> people underestimate the amount of like how I can, how fast I can, I can run through the Nightmare of Mensis, and it's it's pretty uh pretty hilarious.
0: I have a um. I think this might be on YouTube somewhere, but I have a video like uh, where I glitched, and um, as I was getting into the elevator, the uh, either I was invading or the. The other person was invading. I don't remember which one, but the other person got into the elevator with me, so we were just both trapped in that tiny, tiny elevator together. I don't oh think you're God. supposed to be able to do that, but it worked. No. So it's just both of us like <laughs> hitting the roll button and then, like spamming R one to try to kill each other the fastest. in the
1: elevator. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually so. I've had I come up a lot in there. It's just like I've had people like get in the elevator with me, and then they like shoot up out of the elevator and die. That's, <laughs> I've had uh, people.
0: Yep, do that before <laughs> that sounds like dark souls all right
1: <laughs> that sounds correct this is is this is this a bug or a feature yes
0: yes absolutely <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: that's really funny i i you know I, as much as i say stuff like i don't really like uh bloodborne pvp is i have it, do have some favorite stories from that that's that's a lot of fun what uh like so we, we just everything just got announced at E3. Um, so we know like Sirico is coming down the line. We know that that from has that weird uh um VR game that's coming out, there, <laughs> Scene, which I'm super stoked about. Uh, probably more stoked about that than Sirico because that's where I'm at yeah. nowadays. Uh, what are you, are you are you are you number one, are you excited about that that stuff at all?
1: Sirico, I'm um, I think it's I'm interested in it because it's gonna I think it's gonna be what is it? They said it's gonna be like no co-op or like no online it's going to be no level system um it's not gonna have a character creator and it's going to apparently have like some semblance of a tutorial um which i thought was weird at least that's what i've heard um an experiment for fromsoft i would say um I don't know how I feel about the setting. I think that making it just a single player game with like a very story driven experience is going to be really really nice. Coming from From mm-hmm. all, I'm not particularly excited about the setting. Uh, huge fan of like the the feudal feudal Japan settings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think that it it's going to have similar like speed. To like, similar, like speedy gameplay like Bloodborne. If it plays as fast as Bloodborne, I will be a happy camper and I will play the game.
0: <laughs> That's the rule. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, but like, I think I'm going to really miss the aspect of having a, a co like op system. And I'm a little weirded out by the fact that it seems like a tutorial to it in some way like it's actually gonna, they're going to actually explain to you how you play the game and I think that's kind of weird but um, and as for the VR one I, I did see a little bit of it it looks really weird I don't have anything to do uh, VR with I don't have anything for my PlayStation or anything for that so um, I'm excited to see footage of it but I don't know if I'll actually play it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, uh, I I was lucky enough that uh, um, a family member gave me a PSVR set and um, otherwise I probably would have never bought it for myself and um, I, I like it a lot and it's one of those things where like I'd, I'm still not I don't have my VR legs or anything so like anything that moves fast like I was playing the um the Last Guardian VR thing because you could actually like I don't know if you know the Last Guardian or not but like that giant Trico monster like it, it just gets up yes. right up in your grill and it's fucking astounding um, but they, there's a part of that like where it wants to get you wants you to get onto their back and then it like jumps up a thing and it triggered my fear of heights and i was like nope nope i have to stop this immediately i cannot do this anymore <laughs> um but yeah the, the, all of the cirico stuff like i saw that article uh today or rather this morning from uh saying activision is like helping them with a tutorial or, or whatever which i think is fine it just it, mm. it seems like it's such a different take even though they've so for so long did you know single player not no online experiences up to demon souls and then they kind of completely revolutionized what they were doing as, as games it uh, it's just it's just odd. Like everything seems so different and I'm I'm excited about that because I think that's what a lot of people want. They just want from to be from. But at the same time I'm like, but also Bloodborne 2. <laughs> Maybe you could do that. I but know, also,
1: right? Also like, would be okay. I,
0: I don't we, oh, we, we, why not both?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Give me both. Like que no los dos. <laughs> um I I'm like so I'm so torn with Bloodborne 2. Like as much as I would absolutely For a Bloodborne 2. A lot of people, and myself included, were concerned are concerned about that just because of how From did handle Dark Souls after Dark Souls 1. It but I just I just I'm in love with the gameplay for Bloodborne, and I think that if the community just starts to fizzle louder, like, you know, there's no like online play anymore, it just I just want to continue to play Bloodborne for as long as I can, but it can get really old, and people can get tired of it. I, I want to stay with the times in that regard and play games that people want to play as well. But it's like Bloodborne Two. It's I just I want it, but I don't. I just want I just want to play Bloodborne more. I just want more Bloodborne. Just give me another DLC. You don't have to play Bloodborne Two. A little bit, maybe. I don't know.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, well, Emily, thank you very much for, for guesting on the podcast. I know this was uh, pretty early in the morning, so thank you for, for hanging out with me for an hour, so I really appreciate it.
1: Yes, of course. This was absolutely wonderful. I really appreciate uh, being on here and speaking with you.
0: Where uh, where can people find you on the internet should they want to seek you out and talk to you about well, Miko Lash?
1: talk to me about Megalash. so my Twitter handle is Falerate. if you type in local cage-headed friend you'll probably find me yeah um, don't worry about spelling my, that
0: because it will be in the show notes
1: <laughs> no it's a really weird word and then teeny tiny coffee bean is my uh, Instagram which I'm on a lot you can also direct message me on there um, and it's also my Tumblr so that's where you can find me
0: cool well thank you very much for for guessing again I really appreciate it you, Jeremy. As always, I've been your host, Jeremy Greer. You can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. You can find the podcast at don't don'tgiveupskeleton.com. Uh, that has links to all of social media, has links to shirts if you want to put a skelly on your belly, it has links to the Patreon if you want to support the cast directly. Um, but if you just want to listen, that's fine as well. Uh, and maybe you have some friends that you want to turn on to the podcast. That would be super cool. Thank you, everybody, for, that has left iTunes reviews recently. There's been some very nice words said about this podcast, and I very much appreciate it. Uh, so we'll be back next week with another great guest. And remember, don't give up, Skeleton.
1: And we're good. Very good. That was great. I yeah, that this. was great. Yeah, we should do this more often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk to me anytime. Really.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll get this edited if you can.